Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. You want people who want the ball when it counts the most. You want a quarterback who wants to be down six with two minutes left versus a quarterback who's happy to be up six with his defense on the field. You'd much rather have the quarterback who wants that ball. And whether it's because she's a woman, whether it's because her tribulations have been so public, I don't know what it is, but everyone was so quick to defend it today. I thought the hypocrisy was crazy because you would never, ever, ever see that with a male athlete. And it looks like the Randall Cobb deal is going through. I have not seen what the return will be. Does it matter? Just take him. Yeah, well, that's what I, I mean, again, that's what you would do. I would say, well, how badly do you want Aaron Rodgers to play this year? And I would try to get more than he's worth, which is probably a seventh or a sixth. Yeah, I, I just I want them to take Randall Cobb's corpse and Randall Cobb's corpse contract. Get out of here. Beat it. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. Yeah, and we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three of the final Tuesday in the history of the show. If you want to get in, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter's at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At A-J is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. Add Degenerates 975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Missed the first two hours. We talked a lot about Shimone Barazu. Baruzu. Baruzu. So in, in Japanese, people actually have names in Japanese. I wonder what the hell mine is in Japanese. I was just playing around. Ooh. I don't think they do. Uh, it says Furedu Faru. Oh, okay. I, so, okay. This this is this is going to keep me occupied when I get home tonight. Just doing names in Japanese. You know what A.J. Hoffman is? A.J. Hoffman. Oh, I like that. They throw, a, they throw a U in there. Hoffman. All right. <laughs> Enough of this nonsense. Uh, your Astros blow it last night. In spectacular fashion, um, seven-run lead in the fourth inning. Yeah, you lose eleven to eight. The bullpen melts again. Now, I want to say this though: when I say the bullpen melts again, I think with peace and love, we should also say uh, Luis, Garcia. Luis Garcia gave up six runs in four and two thirds. He sure he struck out a bunch of guys, but. They were hitting him. They were touching him. All right. So it's not all on the bullpen. You get your starter gave up six runs. Let's start that out. Now, now wait. No, he he was actually uh, he actually left to take a mental break. Ah, oh. yeah. By the way, the the three pitchers for the uh, the Mariners this weekend: McCawkin, Flexen, Kikuchi. How awesome is that? I wish it would have been Flexen, McCawkin, Kikuchi. Mm. I wish they would have gone in that order. Flexen, I think, would have been a better game one starter. Mm. McCawkin would have been good for game two, and then Kikuchi in game three. But that's beside the point. Um, of course, Brooks Raley. And listen, Stanek stunk. Uh, Abreu didn't look great when he was out there. Like, uh, so the, he, I'm not saying this was all on Brooks Raley, but I knew when Brooks Raley went out there that the Astros were going to somehow lose the game. And now, did I think that uh, a pinch hitter that is hitting 188 on the season would come through and hit a grand slam? <laughs> no, well, yeah, that would that that was a twist. 
but I did feel like when they brought him in that it, that this w- this was going the wrong way. Oh, what breaking news? Speaking of your Astros, per Brian McTaggart, the Astros have traded infielder Abraham Toro and Joe Smith for Kendall Graveman and Rafael Montero of the Mariners. Wow, I mean Kendall Graveman's a good get. Kendall Graveman's he a guy. He was one that, of those people that people had him on, like lower on a list of who should they go after. Well, you know it might what? be cheaper to get him. The, and I, I like Abraham Toro. He's been playing good ball lately. Boy, bye. Uh, yeah, that's that's good news for the Astros. I, I'll I'll take that news for, from them. That's a uh, that's an upgrade. He's having a career year for him. His ERA sub one. Yeah, he's like a point eight something. He's on my fantasy team. That's how I know that. <laughs> uh, Who's the other guy? Aaron, who's uh, the other guy they got? Rafael Montero, right-handed pitcher. Okay. Hmm. Well, listen, that's good news. I'm surprised to see the Mariners doing that because obviously things are going pretty well for them right now. But I guess maybe they're looking at it as they've got a strength. They need some. They need some kind of bats in that lineup. I mean, Toro will actually be a pretty decent bat for them, which is kind of crazy to think about, but. They're not a good hitting team. Um, yeah, that's that's good. Rafael Montero. Let's see. Here's his. Oh, mm, not so yeah, good. Yeah, he's not having a good year. Mm. Well, he's a pitcher. Yeah. Well, he'll, he'll fit in exactly. So far this year, five and three with a seven two seven ERA, a one point six four WHIP. That's that's Rayleigh esque. <sighs> well, that he's been designated for assignment. It says on here. Okay, they, so. they they got Kendall Graveman is what they got. Yeah, thanks, Fred. I'm now googling my entire family's name in Japanese. I tell you, it's a it's a rabbit hole. You know, you know what Aaron Rabel is? What they get? What else do they give besides Abraham Toro? Uh, Abraham Toro and Joe Smith. Oh, bye. Yeah, they're just trying to get rid of Joe. So Smith. they both they traded two crappy relievers for each other. Yeah, yep. Joe Smith is a bad contract. Yep. They, and then you, so, tra- you basically traded Abraham Toro for Kendall Graveman. Dude, that's a win yeah. for so the you Astros. Have guys, especially if, if Bregman's coming is actually back. healthy to take over until Bregman gets back. And that kind of goes to the rest of the conversation, which is going to be now they probably realize they have to do something in the bullpen. Yeah. I don't think they should be done. No, 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 no. This isn't enough. But, uh, but it's, a, a, good it's a good start. For sure it's a good start. Good job, Aaron Ribaudu. Oh, Montero must have opened the season as the closer. He's got yeah. seven saves. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't going that well anymore. Eh, maybe they can fix him. Maybe not. <laughs> Sadly, now I'm going to have to drop uh, Kendall Graven from my fantasy team because he ain't getting saves here. <sighs> mm-hmm. When fan, when when real life intercedes with fantasy, it's, damn it, <laughs> could be worse. Well, good for the Astros. Good for them making a move. They needed to, and and that's that's the thing. This 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 game was probably the kind of game, and came around the time when it's like, okay, we need to get serious right now. Like this, we got to we got to make something happen. Uh, so I I don't think this could have gone. I, I don't think it could have happened at a better. If you're going to have your worst loss of the season, let it happen right now. And Lord says with the Mariners, so they just walk over to the other dugout. Yeah, that pretty much pretty convenient for both of them. Probably just sitting around saying, "Hey, I could use this." And it's like, yeah, we could we could use a bat. Uh, apparently, according to a beat writer for the Mariner for the Seattle Times, Ryan Divish, 
when they announced it in the clubhouse, Mariners players are not happy that Kendall Graveman is now going to be playing against them the next couple games. Well, I'm sure not. Hey, he got the win last night. So he probably won't pitch tonight. And I, gu- I guarantee it's more we'll than just these next two games, but they're also not happy that Kendall Graveman is now not part of that roster. No. Yeah, that's that's the thing for the Mariners. But listen, the Mariners also, they've, they've got to get some bats. Like They've got to. They're, they're the, I think they have the worst batting average in, in the league. You're in a playoff mix. If you can trade away a relief pitcher for a guy, and I, I'm assuming that he will pencil into their everyday lineup. Yeah, he'll be a, somewhere. He's a, I mean, he's a fine little hitter. Yeah, you tell me. And and the good thing about him is he can play pretty much anywhere, right? Yeah. So you tell me where you'll be in the lineup every night. We just don't. We can't tell you where he's going to be. Like a super utility guy for them. That's good. Be kind of like. Uh, well, I'm assuming this means Diaz is close to coming back. Yeah. So I mean, kind of what Diaz is. Uh, Diaz, Diaz is expected to play tonight. Okay. That's what they said last night. That. He was activated yesterday, but they didn't expect to play him until today and tomorrow. Well, then you definitely don't need Toro. It's too bad, though, because it's going to be a long flight for him to get back for Texan season. Just saying. Uh, uh, by the way, Asutarozo wa Kandoruga Babun o Shotako Shimasu is how you say Astros get Kendall Graveman in very bad Japanese. So, there you have it. Uh, that you know what I, I was worried about James Click making a move. He did. This this is a good one. Now don't quit. As so I said, Diaz is in tonight's lineup. He's playing third, batting seventh. So, so, said, so they trade Toro, but Robel Garcia is still part of the organization. Okay. I mean, listen, do you think they would have given up Kendall Graveman for Robel Garcia? <laughs> yeah, come on, like, man. That's the thing about trades. They're not going to take your worst players to give you good stuff. Like, why, why, do guys, why do people think that? Oh, well, we should have traded this guy instead. You never think about what the other team wants? You think, you think they want him? They probably look and said, okay, we want Abraham Toro. Astro said, great, we need a reliever. This guy's under one for the year. Come on, man. So his tour is a two ten hitter. He'll fit in perfectly with the Mariners. Yeah. But been hitting good lately. Hmm. But I mean, I I don't know why people. You know, I mean, Robo Garcia is not going to have a job here when Bregman's back anyway. No. So, come on, man. Ugh. You think they're not going to move Chaz McCormick if he's part of a, a deal to get like Craig Kimbrell? Yes. Bye. Listen, Get out. Um, the yeah, I'm surprised at Toro's overall stats. I thought he was playing better than that. Yeah, but I guess it, it's just because it feels like lately he's been hitting pretty well. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, I guess if I'm if I'm the Mariners, maybe I am questioning this move. But well, good for the Astros. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Bregman is, I think, going to a rehab assignment now. He played yesterday in OKC. Okay, yes. so he, he should went, be. Uh, I think over two with a walk. Okay, so you'll have him back. You'll have Diaz back. You won't. You won't need Toro, and you won't Bre- need Garcia. Bregman said something about he's going to need thirty abs at AAA. That's a lot. That's like that's more than normal. Certainly, yeah. Mike. It's not a. It's not a Chelsea kit. It's a Chelsea warm up jersey. That's all oh. I could get. They're hard to they're hard to find, man. But yeah, it's Chelsea. Um, 
So I, watched, I said I just watched Diaz play Saturday night in Midland with the Hooks versus the oh, Midland Rockhounds. I'm a longtime Rockhounds fan. They have such cool names in the minor leagues. <clears throat> like it, uh, Jake, I think when he his like when he played machine pitch, he was on the Rockhounds. Wish his teams would have stayed that cool. Oh well, oh, they get to do a lot of cool things. Son in the minors. of a bitch! What now? I told you guys during the break that my. Uh, my chest freezer got broken in the move. The next casualty, my driver. Hmm. Damn. Well, the good news, pretty sure they have a uh, pretty sure they have golf shops out there. Yeah. You probably needed a new one anyway. I guess. And you you're going to be a rich, so go buy a fancy one. That's not true. All right. Quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN. 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. And in case you missed it, Astros pick up a reliever for Abraham Toro. And, uh, yeah, this is a, it's a good pickup, man. Uh, I, I said my only concern was I haven't seen James Click at a trade deadline because last year didn't count. So... Uh, somebody said Bregman's a historically slow starter. Maybe he realizes that and wants to get more minor league at bats. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, people are already saying like, well, what can we, what, what, what do we have to give for Scherzer? I, I honestly think maybe the reason why you get a guy like Graveman is because you know, you're not really in on some of those top dogs. Yeah, somebody asked the fact they got Graveman and not Kimbrell. Does that sound any alarms that maybe they're chasing Scherzer next? Maybe they did this so they could make one big move instead of two. Two was damn near impossible. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there was any way they were ever getting both those guys. Uh, I do think, you know, hopefully they're in on, they're still in on one of them. But Scherzer, to me, is pie in the sky. Yeah. yeah but, but, I mean, I, I also think that's where, you know, you trade one of these young guys that are in the majors Christian Javier. Yeah. I don't know if you want to take away from the bullpen now. Like, I don't know if you trade Christian Javier. Mm. I, I mean, are you willing to trade any of the starting pitchers you have now? I am. Are you willing to trade Fromber? Uh, that's a little tougher because, you know, if you're looking at recency, um, you know, you'd say, yeah, but I mean, I, I just think he's having trouble with his control. Once he gets it down again, That that's... He's probably your third, you know, he's certainly a playoff pitcher for right. you. What I'm saying, are you willing to trade Fromber in a deal that brings back Max Scherzer? 
Uh, if it would be, obviously, your number one in a playoff series. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to do that. But I would. Okay. I mean, it would sting. Yeah, but that's all right. It's not supposed to be easy. I guess the next best starter on the block is uh, Jose Barrios from uh, Minnesota. He's good. Yeah. You know, he's a 348, 126 strikeout. Solid. But... I I don't know if he's um uh I I don't know if he'd be the, the like a bona fide number one like that's the that's the thing that appeals to me about Scherzer if they could get him I'd be willing to give up one of the young yeah starters yeah I think I would too if it brought back him because that that gives you what you're missing not having Verlander which is the guy that can you put at the top of the rotation and you pitch him in as many playoff games as you can because that's what it may take it may take a a Javier or a Fromber or a Luis Garcia, something like that. Yeah, and, I'm okay with that. And some minor league player, like yeah. one of your, like uh, one of your, your, I guess your top prospects, which doesn't say a lot for the Astros. But if it brings you, and even if Scherzer's just a rental, I think it's worth the risk. Yeah, and if you can actually sign him to a extension, all the better. Sure, but I, I think, I honestly think Max Scherzer is going to get traded. He's going to play out the season somewhere, and then I think he's going to sign a long-term deal with the Nationals. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> I just think he's happy there. Uh, the rumor I saw this morning was that he wants to go to the West Coast. Oh, okay. So he Because he has a no-trade, and he is more than likely, or he is more likely to approve a trade to a West Coast team than anybody else in the majors. Yeah, I, it, the, the story said um, Scherzer prefers West Coast, White Sox, Red Sox. If he's traded, it sounds like he just wants to go to a team that's going to win. My guess is if the Astros were like, hey, we want you. And you're like, oh, all right, got a chance to win a World Series. Let's do this, babe. There's a dead Aussie girl. It's terrible. I think uh, Rapino killed her. Well, what is the score in this thing? Nil, nil. Still, as they say on the pitch. There's no score. They're going to they're going to draw. How much time's left? Uh, twenty five minutes. Wow, I don't think a draw is good for them. Well, especially if they're zero and zero, or they already they won. Huh? They're butt whipped by Sweden. Um, Ashok says Grayman's a free agent. Toro has four years of team control. That that's, that's how, the difference. Yeah, that's how it balances out. But who, I, I don't. I if mean, it works, it works. I don't care about having Abraham Toro for the next four years. I mean, sure, he's nice to have, but. Abraham Toro, listen, we know Astros fans. If Abraham Toro were in the everyday lineup, Astro fans would be flipping out. Anytime in the next four years, if Abraham Toro were a regular Astros starter, Astro fans would be, we've got to upgrade over Toro. Okay. So if if that's what he is to you, is a depth player, and you're trading him for a guy who's going to be your eighth inning guy, even for just this year, cool and honestly graveman's the kind of guy like hey maybe you sign him like maybe you can you can resign maybe he's happy and you can resign him and keep him like i was saying how probably scherzer's a little bit pie in the sky and that's gonna scherzer would be a mega deal to sign kendall graveman's not gonna be yeah he's not he's not gonna we're not talking about a 30 million dollar a year guy yeah and just get him here and you you need help now this is this is uh that's what you do Battery checker said Grinky was four top 30 prospects. Verlander was three. No reason to think Scherzer would be traded for a current starter. 
Yeah, except the difference is you don't have those kind of prospects. Right. So, in fact, I mean, I, I saw one of the... Well, and the, the, comparing Verlander, who had multiple years of big money left on his deal, to Scherzer, who's a rental, it's not, it's not apples to apples. Right. And, yeah, I don't know. I think... Uh, you didn't have to give up as much uh, from a prospect standpoint with Verlander because, or Grinky for that matter. They were in the same boat because what the Astros did instead was take on a bunch of their remaining money. That's like, okay, well, you don't have to give us your best players if you're going to do that because we want out of this deal. So it was a win for both franchises. For the Nationals, like, like I said, they, they, I think they want to keep Max Scherzer long term. But if you want to borrow him for the next few, next few weeks, here's what it'll cost you. And if the Astros aren't willing to pay it, I got news for you. Somebody will. Some It'll either be L.A. or it'll be San Diego or it'll be the White Sox. God forbid the White Sox who already – like the White Sox fourth best pitcher is better than the Astros best pitcher. That That's what terrifies me about the White Sox. I think the Astros lineup can hit with anybody. But in a playoff series where starting pitching matters so much, the White Sox are terrifying to me. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know. I think I think the Astros bats did a pretty good job on them most of the games they played sure. this year. So I, uh, I, I'm not as scared of the White Sox as you are. I'm, I'm, I'm more worried about the traditional powers of the Red Sox and the Yankees or, or Tampa for that matter. Um, let's uh, Tampa making moves too. Yeah, that, getting Nelson Cruz. I'm like, when did they, when have they ever done anything like that? I've heard Tampa may be in the mix for a uh, Charles Morton. Wow. Good old Chuck. I mean, look at, look at Tampa. Tampa's one of those teams, like, I mean, I obviously want the Astros to win. I say obviously like I want all Houston teams to win. I don't. But I do want the Astros to win, so it's not maybe not as obvious. But if the Astros can't win, I'd like to see Tampa win. I, I cheer for Tampa. I kind of, like, I guess they're kind of cute. It's a cute story. No, they're not. They're Tampa. They've won two Stanley Cups now in a Super Bowl. Screw them. They don't need yeah, anything else. Yeah, but I else. feel like those teams are separate from the Rays. Like, the way the Rays are run. I know, and I, I would I would like them if for the fact that, you know, it's like you're dollar. Tampa and you've won three titles in two years. Go it's away. like uh, the, the Rays beating the Red Sox and the White Sox would be like Dollar General having a better year than Amazon. That's that's basically what it is. Well, A-Shock doesn't like the trade. He says uh, he traded to Oscar Hernandez, who was a backup outfielder for a reliever, and he was under team control, and he's an all-star now. Too soon on Toro. Okay. Uh, you got to give something you up. You got to win. Now. Right, so you 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 tell me that bullpen was going to be fine, and I'll I'll listen to your yeah, argument. It was Adri- can Abraham can Abraham Toro pitch the eighth? That's the question. If the answer is no, bye, Abe. Been real. That's like Astros fan who's like, oh, dude, should have never got rid of JD Martinez. I mean, like, yeah. In hindsight, everything's easy to say. In hindsight, we should have done this. In hindsight, you should have traded Alex Bregman for Chris Sale. <laughs> Had to get one more of those digs in. Thank you. All right, quick break. It's a Blitz on ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 925. 
is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. All right, let's squeeze in a couple calls and then I got giveaways. Mark, go. Hey, how y'all doing? I was just uh, wanted to uh, thank A.J. Hoffman for his service. You know, and, uh, last time I talked to y'all, I talked to him when uh, we got Burley out there. You said something about chaos and breath. But anyway, how you think about this uh, trade that we're going to get, we got for uh, this reliever? And also, uh, what you think Washington going to do, man? I'll take it out there. All right. I, with, when he said thank you for my for my service, do you think he meant my military service or my service to the city of Houston as a radio host? I'm, I'm guessing the latter. Well, you're welcome for that, I guess. Uh, I think it's a great trade for the Astros. I, I don't care about what – I hope Abraham Toro becomes an all-star for the Mariners. Kendall Graveman can help you right now this year on a team where presumably you have a chance to win the World Series. Yeah. Kendall Graveman is more important right now than Abraham Toro will be for the next four years. And, it just is and by the time Abraham Toro turns into anything, you're – you know, you're on you're in rebuild mode anyway. Yeah, probably so. And you're not going to want to pay a guy like Abraham Toro to stick around. That's that's if he becomes something. If he does, yeah, I like the trade. As far as Deshaun, I I'm done speculating on what's going to happen with Deshaun. I have no idea. I, I I think that this whole the whole fact that he's showing up now is kind of surprising the Texans. But then also, ten women went to the police yesterday. The the total list of accusers is now up to 24 because two of those women weren't even involved in the civil case. So now they've got criminal stuff going as well. It, there's there's so many layers to the Deshaun thing. I have no idea how it's going to end up. I think in the immediate, um, in, right now, there's basically three things that happen. One of them is they just say, hey, listen, we'll pay you. Go home. We, we don't, uh, let, let's wait until this plays out, but we don't want you playing here. The second thing is they they find somebody who will trade for him. And the third one is he's here. They let him play. That's about those are your three options. I can't tell you which one's going to happen. If I had to guess, I bet they send him home because guess how many questions they're going to have to answer every single day about Deshaun Watson. And, and, you know, I just, I I think it would be a, a total PR nightmare to deal with on top of everything else. But that's if the Texans are smart. And what do I never say ever again? If the Texans were smart, this is what they'd do. They'd pay you to not be there. But that means they're probably going to try to uh, get him to play. Uh, Shannon, what's up? Sports finale. What's up, guys? I figured I'd call in because I I did hear that you said more important people are calling tomorrow, so I thought I'd give it a shot today. For clarification, I am a lefty on the beers, but I am a righty with strong thumb control on everything else. Okay. AJ, appreciate everything, all the meetups in Beaumont. I know it's setting in that you will not have any more intellectual, mind-tingling saints comments from me. I hope you're going to deal with that appropriately. It's going to be very difficult so I for me. To call- <laughs> I just wanted to call in and say, man, Appreciate all the slight entertainment you have given me, and uh, good luck to you, sir. Well, thank you. That's very generous, the slight entertainment thing. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. You've been slightly fun to work with. You know. <laughs> That's not what tw- uh, twitch.com or twitch.tv will tell you that AJ hates Fred. 
So Fred, you do? Yeah. Fred and I... I did we, not know that. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Really? We, Why didn't you tell me? We've had a miserable relationship oh for my the last God. 11 years. Uh, it's very funny what the, people think. This, this hurts my soul. You know, I, I, I didn't know. Everybody also thinks I hate Joel, and Joel and I actually get along pretty well these days. I used to not like Joel very much because I thought Joel was a giant crybaby, but people can change. And Joel's Joel's skin has thickened. He's a big boy now. And uh we get along just dandy, Joel and I. All right, the CONCACAF Gold Cup semifinals are coming to Houston. Teams have been announced. Mexico returns in their quest for another Gold Cup trophy against Canada. Thursday, July 29th at NRG Stadium. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and start as low as $42. Visit goldcup.com for more information. 640 will take. Caller number four. All right. There you go. Um, I, I think we'll have one more to give away tomorrow. I think. Maybe not. I don't know. Okay, so this is your last chance. I bet Glenn has some tonight. Oh, I bet he does. Yeah. Boy, I was... This is how soccer dorky am. I was texting Glenn during the, uh, Canada, um, the Canada-Costa Rica match the other night. So... Uh, all right. The one other thing I wanted to get into before the end of the show is uh, officially the the UTO you think's happening, and uh, they basically asked for uh, asked for uh, an opportunity to play in the league. They'll vote on it. They will be voted in. The next step is going to be whether or not this is before twenty twenty five, which I think it will be. I think that the Big Twelve is. I think those schools have to act sooner than 2025 or they're going to be left out. Yeah. And so I don't think the, those re- remaining eight schools are going to be really desperate to keep them, keep them around till 2025. Cause they've, they've got to make their move. Yeah. And I, I think what they're going to find is uh, just from talking to a couple of a big 10 sources right now, they don't really have any interest in adding anybody. They, they still feel like the, cause their TV deal comes up in 2023 and, none of these guys are going to add value to that contract, which is going to be huge anyway. Yeah. So um, I think that's that's an out. Uh, I haven't heard anything out of the ACC yet that sounds like they want any of these guys. And, you know, the only thing might be the Pac-12 might want to do some kind of partnership. Uh, but what, I, what I'm also hearing is the Pac-12 and the Big Ten might do some kind of, of scheduling agreement to work together on a, on a TV deal. So, you know, that, that could not bode well for these remaining teams, but we'll see, man. All it takes is for one, one of those conferences to say, yeah. Yeah. But, um, and this is lots of money left on the table for the smaller schools to stay in until 2025. And that's probably the thing, the, the smaller schools, but that's short term money. Yeah, it is. But, I think they want to be. They're going to be in a hurry to try to figure out what their next move is. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not saying that the Big Ten is going to be anybody in that conference's next move. I don't think the Big Ten is going to be. But they're they're going to have to end up in some conference. The eight of them alone as a conference is not a viable conference. No. So they're going to have to make some kind of a move, whether it's adding or subtracting. They're going to want to do that sooner than later because. They know right now every all, all these conferences are looking at moving things around. So you you don't want to be the last ones 
you know, like playing musical chairs going, well, crap, where do I sit now? So they want to, they want to figure something out. Yeah. I just may not be there for them. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. I don't think it's going to work out the way they hope. Is that fair? But I'll, I'll know more. I'm, you know, I'm talking to some sources that I have trying to find out what the hell's going on. But, uh, yeah. Um, so that's, that's the obligatory college football. Um, but yeah, there is, I, I, I'm intrigued by that big 10 pac 12 cause they already, you know, they play the Rose bowl against each other, but doing some kind of, kind of scheduling arrangement, which they've already kind of started doing the last few years, but you make it a little more formal. That could be pretty cool. Yeah. And the, the thing is, while the other sports are not really an issue in these expansions, the fact that you're adding on a bunch of other schools that play these other sports, doesn't, they don't have an appeal for you. Like Kansas basketball is not as appealing as you would hope. Right. At least to somebody like the Big Ten. So we'll see what happens, man. But, uh, yeah, and the, the, this, all this SEC should expand to 30 teams. That's not going to happen either. So, uh, do you guys foresee one of the other bigger schools and one of the other conferences jumping to Big 12 to take the spot of UT and OU? Um, I've seen I've seen people speculate, oh, maybe Nebraska wants to go back. Nebraska's not no. leaving the Big 10. No. It hasn't worked out for them. Compa- the, the, the Nebraska wants to leave the Big 10 to go hang out with Texas Tech and Baylor? No. <laughs> here, here, the thing is... And, and and this Nebraska is, fancies themselves an elite football program still. Yeah, and they're not. But <laughs> the they also forget all that. The people the people who are making these decisions are not even your athletic directors. They're the presidents of the school. They're the ones who would be deciding uh, what's best for them and where they would go. And, you know, obviously in concert with the AD and everybody else. But you know, it's just I. Uh, I don't understand why people think that, oh, well, they could be a big dog in a small conference again. They're, they're making so much money in the Big Ten, and it's all about money. That's why this is happening. So what happens the first time the Big Pack 22 or the 22 cases against Watson get settled? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I don't know. I, I, I'll probably go with Watson. But, yeah, that's a very good question. That's a good what are the odds Wednesday question, because what are the odds tomorrow is the last what are the odds Wednesday? It is. Percent 1,000. Yeah. So much of this. Uh, I, I, will, I will just say I'm going to I'm gonna miss a lot of the fun things that we've done on this show. I am. We've had some good times. Sir. Yeah, we've had. We've, I mean, there's a time we were the dominant show in the city for a long-ass time. And then we got old. So what happens? Yeah, yeah. I, I blame myself, but you know, I and and it's funny as I was talking to talking to the wife about this yesterday. I was like, man, I really haven't thought much about past this week because you know I I don't know if I'm just in denial or if the goodbye tours lasted so long that it's like okay, it's over, but I don't know what's going to come next. So you know, it, it it almost doesn't feel like it's real yet. Yeah. So, uh, at least for me, I mean, I I know it is, and plus I've I've admittedly I've immersed myself in getting this damn website launched so that I don't have to think about it. And basically, what they'll do at some point is tell me, okay, here's 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 your new guy. 
You know, it'll be, oh, great. This will be awesome. Or it'll be, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, but I will, I, that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm taking Monday, Tuesday off is I, I, you know, I need to unplug a little bit and come back here fresh and ready to rock and roll with whomever we bring in to rotate. So, yeah. What do you what do you got here? TGS. Ah. I got to tell you guys about TGS Insurance. Where if you would like to save money on your homeowner's insurance, TGS can get that done for you. They do it fast. They do it. Uh, they do it easy. And they're working with A-rated insurance companies only. That's it. So you're going to get great coverage, and you're going to save money more than likely. The average customer saves over nine hundred dollars a year. So that's a that's a lot of money on average. Some people saving a lot more. Graham saved over two thousand dollars a year. I saved over a thousand. So there's money to be saved there for most people. I mean, and even if you can only save 400 bucks, that's 400 bucks a year that you wouldn't have had otherwise, and you're still getting great coverage, why not give it a chance? Text the word money to 232323. They'll reply back and ask for your uh, address. You send that in, and within 15 seconds, you'll have a full and firm quote right there in your inbox. No obligation, but if you like it, they'll get you started right away, save you money, get you uh Get you refunded on your old policy, and you can start putting that money in your pocket right now. Text money to 232323. See what you could be saving with TGS. No one not regular. No one not regular. No one not regular. No one not regular. We're no regular. We're no regular. We're no regular. No one. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Thursday. The future of your NBA team is now. Every pick matters. Thursday at 7 on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN To the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. So have, it, have I done all the giveaways? Yep. All right, so Soccer Matters with Glenn Davis, the legend, the greatest soccer show there is. Coming up next, I want to know what he thinks of my guitar bet that everybody taught me into. Uh, I'm sure he'll... I'm sure he'll talk about that game a little bit and, and the fact that Mexico-Canada is here, which is pretty cool. Uh, I know a bunch of Canadians going. I think they're going to be disappointed, but uh, I'm pretty sure Mexico's going to win that. But good for Canada getting this far. Ooh, hosers. All right. Let's do a little Congratulations. Hey, let's do a little Hey Man Bleep that. Would you like me to go first? Well, let's let Aaron go yeah, first. Yeah, okay. That's a I good went idea. first last time. So? But that's fine. AJ um, gets to pick. It's his last yeah, hand bleep yeah, that. That's true. Um, so everybody knows on the listeners and you guys know I'm not a stoner. Haven't been it. Haven't been one. Just kind of my brain is weird enough. I don't really want to know what kind of chemicals would make me do things. There's a new trend going around of people swearing that if you dunk Oreos, real Oreos, in a salsa, it's the best flavor they've ever had. 
What? So much so that food blogs are now writing, Who came of, up with I tried this, and it's awful. I don't know how stoned you have to be to take Oreos and go, you know what? Instead of dipping them in milk, which is classic, let me dunk them in hot sauce or salsa. Whatever you took, don't take that again because that just unleashes new food combinations that the world does not need. Grilled cheese, tomato soup, great. Cheetos and PB&J, good. Popcorn and milk duds, good. Oreos and salsa, hey man, f*** that. I, I haven't tried anything like that. I mean, my my big stoner thing is to eat more edibles. Uh, but I think uh, salsa, I, I've yet to have anything that I put salsa on that wasn't better with salsa on it. It's hard, it's hard for me to imagine an Oreo. It's hard for me to imagine ice cream. But I have to say, you put salsa on eggs, they're better. You put salsa on anything, it's better. Anyway, so here's also uh, here, here's another trend that that this one's even more disgusting. Uh, it's on TikTok, which I am not on because I am not 15. But um, it involves users putting garlic cloves up their nostrils in an attempt to clear the sinuses. Doc, this is a new TikTok trend. I do like garlic. We used to just do shots of tequila, but okay. Uh, but videos showing the hack for clearing up a stuffy nose have garnered thousands of views. And show young people putting on a clove of peeled garlic in each nostril. Uh, many of the videos result in TikTokers showing runny noses after the stunt. Uh, however, doctors say if you do this enough, the body will start to react to the oils and chemicals in the garlic and cause dermatitis in the nose. This is according to Neil Batagarakia, an MD. And uh, he says some garlic cloves are really strong. If you get enough leaching of the chemicals and oils into your nose, it will definitely irritate it. Okay, as someone who has a really large nose, I probably couldn't fit those things in there anyway. But why the, who gets these ideas? Who decides let's shove garlic up our nose and make a TikTok video? To that I say, hey man, f*** that. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I'm not for, uh, I, I don't like the, the businesses who are, I mean, I guess I didn't really like it when businesses were saying you gotta, you gotta wear a mask to come in or you can't come in without a mask. Not my favorite, but now there's places in California who apparently are saying you can't come in unless you have proof that you're not vaccinated. That just, huh? that's what I'm saying. Can you prove a negative? First of all. Uh, the restaurant previously banned wearing face masks during the pandemic. And it said, we have zero, the sign said, we have zero tolerance for treason, anti-American stupidity. Uh, this restaurant is called Balisco's Pasta Evino in Huntington Beach. Said you have to, uh, you basically have to provide proof that you're not vaccinated before you can come in and eat here. Uh, Hey, I don't. I don't think an employee said the restaurant isn't actually checking vaccination statuses. In a time when small businesses are struggling, why would you even put that sign up on your door and just turn away? You know, a bunch of people. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But that's that's the America we live in. We were talking earlier today, uh, me and an old coworker. If Trump had won the election. Do you think the people who are anti-vax now would still be hardcore anti-vax? Or would it be, you know, skinny jean wearing 20-somethings who are against the vaccine now? 
I really don't know. I, I, I don't know a lot of people who are, and I don't really... I mean, like I said I know a few people who can't because of health issues. But yeah. I, I don't. But they're not against it. It's just their doctor told them they couldn't get it done. Okay. Well, anyway, to uh, forcing people not to have vaccines to go in your restaurant. To that, I say, hey man, f- that. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's so weird that. I mean, what makes you an American now has changed so much. That I don't even know. I don't even know if I'm still an American. I mean, I, I, I just wish both political parties would die. I mean, literally die, all of you. And let's start from scratch with no parties, so that every time somebody has an opinion about something, the other guy doesn't have to have the opposite opinion, and you're an idiot for having the other one. And, and yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking to both sides here. And just let let the normal people actually make decisions. Let us all sit in a room and fight about it and then agree on a compromise. And that would be America. When I'm president, that will be my America. I'm going to be the people's party. I'm going to be the man of the people and for the people. That's how good I'm going to be. I can't wait. And guess what's going to be legal? Weed. Weed. Yeah. Gambling. I got maybe my oddest... uh reply to uh my tweet that went viral on facebook where i'm not on facebook when black adam Schefter shared it uh i'm not sure how i feel about this comment but it says you're a cracker stay out of black folks business that doesn't seem very nice and is 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 talking about any black athlete, black folks business? Am I not allowed to commentate on black athletes? If so, boy, I've been doing some wrong stuff for a long, long time. I was taking liberty talking about white and black athletes like it was just okay. Now I know the rules. Thank you. Oh, boy. It's a good thing you're getting out of radio then. Yeah. Because you got Alex Bregman. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got to tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdogfantasy.com, the place you go if you want to play uh, best ball tournaments. They, they, hey, best ball's the way to go now. I, I'm all but done playing year-long fantasy where I've got to set my lineup every week, and inevitably the guy that I want uh, that I wanted to put on my in my lineup, he blows up while he's on my bench. I don't need that anymore. Don't need it. So what I'm doing is I'm playing best ball where you just draft the lineup and you forget about it. Simple as that. Uh, and the biggest best ball tournament in the world, $25 entry, a million dollars for first prize, 3.5 million in total prizes. And when you sign up at underdog fantasy, you use the promo code radio, you can get a free $25 entry with your first deposit. So basically you're getting into that for free. They also have these parlay games where you hit five, uh, five in a row, five on one night of, of this person's going to score more points than this person. You're talking about a 20 to one payout. This is good stuff, man. Check it out. Terms and conditions apply. Underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store.